Hey there, I'm Cheryl Espinal, makeup artist, beauty business consultant, and mompreneur. You're tuned into my podcast, Behind the Muse. This podcast is about an in-depth look into beauty, hair, family, sex, life from a black woman's perspective. Learn beauty techniques executed by professionals, simplified by me, so you can do these techniques yourself, as well as having a safe place to discuss the issues that interest all women. Stay tuned to this episode of Behind the Muse. Hey there, you guys, it's your girl, Cheryl, and today on this episode of Behind the Muse, we're talking about skin bleaching, skin lightening creams, and how it correlates with colorism, okay? Now, hmm, I'm going to be very careful today when I'm talking about this subject because I want to be aware of how I come across, okay? I don't want to sound as if I'm so self-righteous or if I'm so woke, as they say. What I mean is I don't want to be condescending, okay? I am a brown-skinned woman who always cherished and admired my complexion. Now, I am a picker, which means if I see a blackhead or anything, I'm picking it. I try my best to stop and I've gotten better. But doing that causes hyperpigmentation marks, okay? And when I did a a Facebook poll um, earlier in the week, I asked some women, like, what do you use skin bleaching creams for if you use them? And um, a lot of them said to get rid of hyperpigmentation marks, though that isn't the main reason why skin bleaching products are used today, which I'm going to get into. But um, they said they use it for hyperpigmentation marks uh, from skin that's been exposed to sun, different reasons, which we're going to dive into a little bit deeper. But the reason why I said I want to be very careful not to sound condescending or if if I'm talking down to someone, because this is a hurtful, painful topic, okay, for people of color. This is something um, that is about self-hate. And I want to make sure that I'm not pointing a finger. Oh, you're a horrible person because you use skin bleaching or skin lightening creams in order to lighten your skin. I don't think you're a horrible person. I just think that you're lost. I think that you're still hurting from the severe, intense impact of brutal slavery across this world to people of color, particularly Africans or people that are descended from Africans. So I don't want to say that a person that's using these creams are just so bad. They're anti-black. I just think they're anti-self and that there's a lot of self-hate. So we're going to get into it in this episode of Behind the Muse. Okay, so what do we mean when we are discussing skin bleaching or skin lightening? Okay, what does that term mean? This is the process of lightening darker pigmented skins with pigmented skin with creams, soaps, and or pills. Yeah, they they have a skin lightening pill that you can take to lighten your skin from the inside out. Oh, help us, Lord. And this, the ultimate goal is to achieve a more fair or lighter complexion. That's the goal. The results are never guaranteed. All right. So it it may work. It may not. Adverse reactions and complications are definitely likely. This is purely an elective cosmetic procedure and frankly, unnecessary. If you ask me, there are so many myths 
and and promises associated with these products, which I think is predatory. But there are no health benefits to be had from this procedure. Okay, none. You are not going to gain anything in the long run. Okay, for example, for example, I use Retin A, or some use Retinol. Um, Retin A is a little bit stronger. This is a serum that it is great for anti-aging. It removes fine lines and wrinkles. And I love it for my hyperpigmentation marks, okay? Now, this is something that actually has a health benefit because it is exfoliating my skin. Now, of course, I have to protect my skin from the sun no matter what because it does um, uh, increase sun exposure. Sun exposure um, with you know, using Retin-A can be um, dangerous. That's why I use sunscreen or it can cause damage to the skin. That being said, I'm aware of what I need to do to protect my skin, but this Retin-A also is helping me in a safe manner. I just have to be aware on how to manage my skin um, during the day. The reason why I brought that up is because skin bleaching has absolutely no health benefit Okay, you can put sunscreen on, but the adverse reactions are so much severe. They're, they're severe, they're intense, and you're pretty much exposing yourself purposely, purposefully, yeah, yeah, intentionally to cancer. I mean, that may not be your intention to use it to get skin cancer, but using these creams in order to become lighter, you're exposing yourself to skin cancer. Now, like I said, there are those of the, us that use skin lighteners to remove hyperpigmentation marks from sun damage, acne, scars, picking. But in that case, um, you, you can use alternatives rather than these skin bleaching products. You can use natural ingredients such as lemon, okay? Lemon applied daily will get rid of hyperpigmentation marks. Say you don't wanna wait and use those natural ingredients. I highly suggest seeking the care of a dermatologist to safely and effectively remove scars. Because remember, you may purchase these um, skin bleaching, skin lightening products. The results aren't, aren't really guaranteed. Okay, so you could be investing in these things that you may not get what you want. Okay, but you're definitely exposing yourself to toxins. So... What is the main purpose of these products, okay? The purpose of skin bleaching, skin lightening products is to obstruct, to inhibit, prohibit, to stop the natural production of melanin, okay? What is melanin? Melanin is a dark brown to black pigment that naturally occurs in the hair, skin, and iris of the eye. Okay, it happens in people, it's found in people, and it's found in, in animals, all right? It is also responsible for the tanning of our skin once exposed to sunlight. It basically determines, not basically, it does determine how dark or light our skin is. So what bleaching products do, they lower the production of melanin resulting in lighter skin. Okay, now I'm not going to talk from my nursing point of view, but just from my common sense point of view, how can it possibly be safe to obstruct or stop 
any natural process in our bodies, okay, you're going to have health problems. There is going to be side effects. And this is what bothers me. So once I lay out my case, we'll, we'll get into that because people still use these products knowing that this is going to possibly cause health problems because the goal is to be lighter. It is so important to them to be more fair skinned. Okay. I, I, I watch it. I see it on people's stories. I'm going to say her name, Nika Cromas or Nikki Crones, whatever she call herself on Instagram, beautiful young lady, beautiful body, but she bleaches. So, and her followers, they share themselves peeling what they call, I'm peeling the block off and peeling the dutty off. Okay. Uh, she's based out of Jamaica, which we'll get into that. But there are people that willingly do this knowing that there are health problems associated with it. Okay. Let's get into some of those health problems. Like I said earlier, skin cancer, skin cancer is frequently diagnosed amongst Caucasians. Okay. But it is exceedingly more fatal for people of color. Big shots out to Sydney May. She did some thorough, extensive research um, for me when we were writing the outline for this podcast. And we were just quite amazed at how skin cancer is so commonly uh, found amongst Caucasians, but it's highly treatable, fortunately. Okay. But when it is found in people of color, any kind of skin cancers, you know, malignant skin cancer, it, it, it can prove fatal. Okay. Though black and brown people are less, a lot less likely, a lot less more likely to be diagnosed with skin cancer, um, due to the melanin in our skin, it still happens and it impacts us much more drastically. So the melanin, it doesn't stop or prevent us from getting skin cancer, but it is armor. It is a protector, okay? And when we use, not when we, because I don't, but when skin bleaching and skin lightening products are used, it, tear, it tears down our skin's armor to protect against skin cancer and sun damage. So, wow, that's deep. We, we, we just take that in. It is more important for some people that use these products to be more fair skin than it is for them to be healthy. Wow. Okay, let's get a little bit deeper into the sun because unfortunately, uh, there's been a myth for years that black people shouldn't use sunscreen. Now, I know this is getting off the topic, but since we're talking about skin cancer and its effects, I want to talk about a little bit about UV radiation. All right. And it also correlates with what I'm saying about destroying your armor, your melanin that protects you against these UV rays. OK, now the sun produces three types of UV radiation, UVA rays, which are considered the longer rays. This is the one that penetrates deep into the skin's thickest layer, which is called the dermis. Wow. Do you get that? This penetrates deep into the skin down beyond what you can see. Okay. It accounts for 95% of radiation that reaches the earth. That's the majority of all sun radiation. This plays a major part in skin damage and aging. Yikes. 
Okay, you seen a woman that is young but has a ton of wrinkles on her face. She never wore sunscreen. Stayed in the sun, what they call sun worshipers, okay, but never protected their skin, okay? It is intense, this UVA ray. It penetrates clouds and through glass windows. Now, another type of UV radiation is UVB rays. Now, I know you look on your, remember when you're looking on your sunscreen, See if it protects you against multiple rays, UVA and UVB rays, okay? Now, UV, UVB rays are also called show wave. I like that. It is the main cause of redness and irritation. You know, like if you've been out in the sun a little bit too long and that top layer of your skin begins to get a little red and irritated, that's usually caused by UVB rays, okay? It's strongly linked to cancer, damage the it damages the skin's DNA as well as changes in intensity depending upon the season, okay? So you can actually morph or alter your skin's DNA by simply not protecting it, exposing it more. Wow. <sighs> and here we are. Here some people are tearing down their armor, okay? Now, the third and last um, type of UV radiation, which is really not um, a threat to us seriously, is UVC rays, okay? They're considered the shortest waves. They usually never leave the ozone. Usually found in man-made substances such as lights, lamps, and in tanning beds, okay? So those are three significant, no, those are the three types of UV radiation that comes from the sun. Our melanin does not pre prevent skin cancer. The melanin in the skin doesn't prevent skin cancer. But the more melanin that you have, it is an armor, a support in protecting against skin cancer. It actually decreases your chances of acquiring it. So why, again, I'm going to ask this question over and over again. Why are companies selling and creating products, pushing them in Countries that are predominantly black or brown, pushing this into them, get rid of your melanin, lighten up your skin. But in fact, they're pushing them into exposing themselves further to skin cancer. Wow. These large companies that know the effects that this has on people. But forget all of that. What about us? We encourage some of us encourage others to bleach their skin i'm going to tell you i have a story about that too i i i am i never use skin bleaching products because i had a trauma related with my skin i'm a brown skinned woman one day i woke up with a white spot just going straight across my face a, a, a skin discoloration i was a young child it was very traumatic for me i'll talk about it in our bonus podcast okay so when i was able to when it when it when it cleared up when it got, when it improved it got better i still have a little white spot there just to remind me I was so happy. I promise you, whatever I could, I used to go out, get me a little sun. Um, I tried everything I could to just maintain my brownness because I never wanted that white spot again. So I had a friend. She's from Trinidad. Um, very, uh, when I say slave mentality, complete slave mentality when it comes to 
socioeconomics and colorism. Okay. She will always say, Oh, you need you a white man. You need you a white man. Cause they, they you know, you're going to, they're going to take care of you or just a, just, just a lot of ignorant thinking. Okay. But she was my friend. And one day we were out at the beauty supply and she was purchasing, um, some products called fair and white. And she would get super, uh, the super lightning serum to add to all her creams. And she used the fair and white soap. And I'm like, why are you using that? She was like, no, it's to keep your skin clean. And, and, and she was like, you should use it because your skin is dirty. I'm like, what does she mean my skin is dirty? I was like, I'm not using any skin lightening creams. And I remember telling my mother about it. She screamed. She said, you stay away from all of that stuff. You know, it'll bring back your hyperpigmentation mark, your, that skin discoloration you had. But I just never had the desire to want to be lighter. I never... Uh, uh, view my skin as being dirty. So let's talk about that. Where, where did this start? Believe it or not, which I wasn't surprised, historically, skin lightening and skin bleaching began in England in, in, amongst European women, fair skin European women, began this trend during the Victorian age, okay? They used highly toxic chemicals to lighten their skin to appear purposely to appear pale or ghostly okay it was thought the more white your skin the more pure and holy you were hmm let's talk about that so the point was to look white and pale because that meant you were pure Okay. The birth of colorism started here, if you ask me. That's in my opinion, because it it and, and, and then they use the Bible often, white as snow, pure, white is good, white is innocent, white is better. Okay. Like I said, the birth of color colorism. So they did this because they they wanted they they believed that white was pure and good while black is was evil and tainted. All right. How that. that. Hmm. So the blacker your skin is, you, you evil, tainted, dirty. OK. Started in the Victorian age, right in Europe. OK. Now this trickled into slavery. OK. As it spread across Europe, it spread across into slavery and and into other and into other aspects of our society. All right. And this thought process that darker meant bad and lighter meant good, okay? So, for example, here in America, darker slaves were banished to more treacherous, abusive tasks, um, more so rather than their lighter skin sisters and brothers okay now the lighter slaves who tended to have easier um duties they were still getting abused but they were thought to be a little bit more not a little bit more they were considered a lot more valuable and better than their dark brothers out there in the field simply because they were darker okay remember they, you know, the, the closer to white you were, the better. Okay. Now, though these lighter slaves, the house slaves, though they were the product of the masters raping their dark slaves, 
they were considered a better breed. Okay. Like I said, over and over again, you were abused more for being darker. I believe that whole system of punishment goes on today. Let's keep it real. Even Beyonce's father, Mr. Knowles, said he don't believe Beyonce would have had the same opportunities if she were not a lighter-skinned black woman. Let's talk about it. Do we even abuse ourselves within the community of color? I know Latin America is 70% black, okay? But what do you see on Telemundo? What do you see on Univision? Do you see 70% black? Hispanics or Latin people I don't and I watch it quite often okay my husband is Dominican and he's actually a European looking Dominican which is we'll talk about that another episode but the point is um we abuse each other you know and what I mean is okay like recently JT from the City Girls, she was, she, uh, old tweet she made was, a you know, and she was talking about Haitians being um, dirty black or, uh, uh, you know, crusty and ashy black. But it, what was so hypocritical and what was so disappointing for me, because I personally like JT, is that she is a dark skinned woman. What is she talking about? Oh, but I'm not as dark as them. Oh, I don't look as black as them, but you are black and you hate black or you don't think black is beautiful. People say it all black is beautiful, but what do they really mean? Do you mean all black is beautiful or only a certain type of black? Okay. I'm telling you that slave mentality here, go my opinion, that slave mentality trickled over into and stayed with us, not trickled. It became a part of us because it was beaten into us and we held on to it, whether we were Latin American slaves, North Americans or wherever. Okay. And we're going to talk about current today. Who pushes these skin lightening creams now? Let's talk about that. So who create these products okay now keep in mind a lot of these products have like I said no not a lot they don't have any health benefit to them some have been proven to be dangerous because of the ingredients that it has which I'll try to you know hit on that a little bit later but let's just stay on topic who is the creator of these products before I go any further, I just want to say that a lot of these companies uh, that created these skin lightening or skin brightening, uh, that's what they call it now, okay, since uh, the unfortunate George Floyd incident, these large companies got away from advertising their product as skin lightening, but instead as skin brightening. Okay, <laughs> they think they slick. But anyway, they have recently been exposed for their push for lightness and their hypocrisy. Okay, because Procter & Gamble, the mother company of, of Olay, all right, Unilever, or Unilever, however you say it, L'Oreal, Johnson & Johnson, Olay, Olay, all of these companies, they create at a large mass 
great. Okay. They create so many of these products. All right. Now we don't see a large presence of it in North America, the skin lightening, um, in this or the skin brightening products that these big companies push because they usually have it. Um, it, it's, it's bigger in other countries in Asian companies and African countries. Okay. They're, they really advertise really, really hard to be lighter in these countries because they know it's perfectly acceptable. They know here, it, even though it's done, it's not pushed as it is in other countries. Okay. Like for example, like I mentioned the George Floyd and, uh, here it's not an incident because it wasn't an incident. Let me correct that. The George Floyd tragedy. Okay. When that happened, a lot of companies felt the need to say, oh, we feel that black people, African-Americans deserve the right to live and be free of fear and have opportunities. Olay makes a statement saying they want people of color, black people, African-American people to feel free from discrimination and they want them to feel that they have the same opportunities as everyone else. But hypocritically, you're Olay of Malaysia, Olay of Philippines is pushing a skin lightening product a day after Olay made a statement about George Floyd's tragic, untimely death. Okay. And they were pushing people to go and purchase this cream and be the prettiest you can be. Okay. It, it was so hypocritical. It, it rang hypocritical. And of course, Olay said, Oh, wait a minute. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. We we're not pushing anything on anyone is no difference than tanners or difference than, than going tanning. Some people want darker skin. Some people, no, 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 no. I totally disagree. Since, you know, the recent popularity, because Black Lives Matter has been around, that movement, that organization has been around for quite some time. But since its recent popularity, Olay has really, oh, we support the Black Lives Matter movement and, and we want to see racial uh, injustice ended. But you are marketing a product that says, hey, you use this product, you become lighter. Hmm. You're, you're more pretty. You're more, you're, you're, you're beautiful, even though that's not what they say the goal is. Well, that's not what your marketing says. So no, Olay, it is not the same. Skin lightening and skin bleaching creams cannot be compared to tanners because it does not have the same brutal history. Okay. I don't believe that people that use tanners, their intention is, oh, I want to look like a black American or I want to look black. No, I believe they want to look sun-kissed and exotic, but Mm -mm. I don't think that I, 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 not by far is the comparison to me the same. Okay. But let's talk about where they sell the most. Where do these products sell the most? And I personally, unfortunately, I wasn't surprised, just more hurt than anything. Statistics compiled by the World Health Organization in 2011 showed that 40% of African women bleach their skin. Hmm, hurtful. That beautiful melanin, bleaching it away. 
In some countries, the figure is even higher. A staggering 77% of women in Nigeria bleach their skin. 59% in Togo, 35% in South Africa, 27% in Senegal, and 25% in Mali use skin lightening products. This is all according to the WHO, the WHO, you know. Hmm. But it's just not Africa, okay, where these products sell the most. In India, the sales of skin lightening creams in 2012, get this, totaled around 258 tons okay and in 2013 sales were about 300 million in u.s dollars wow by 2018 the industry for lightning cosmetics in india had achieved a net worth of nearly 180 million dollars okay and an annual growth rate of 15 percent Okay, an annual growth rate of 15% in business as of 2013. That is amazing. The global market for skin lighteners was projected to reach $19.8 billion by 2018 based on sales growth primarily in Africa, Asia, and the Middle East. Hmm. But it's just not there. Skin whitening practices have also been well documented in South America, in the West Indies, the Caribbean. A very famous sociologist, which I'm happy he did a, a piece on this, his name is Jack Menke. He noted that early skin lightening practices among indigenous women were motivated by the intentions of the conquistadors, okay? They recovered some ancient journals from women in Suriname. They indicated that they use vegetable mixtures to lighten their skin. These produce painful side effects even then, okay? I just find it painfully ironic that the blackest countries, Africa, India, Latin America, the Caribbean. This is where skin whitening, this is where these products sell the most. It's astonishing and it's hurtful. This episode is brought to you by MSC Virgin Hair and Cruelty Free Beauty. MSC offers ethically sourced Virgin Remy hair extensions along with vegan and cruelty free makeup for women of color. We offer online layaway and exclusive discounts when you sign up for our email list. Shop now, musemob.com, M U S E M O B.com. Okay, so what are some of the adverse reactions? A little bit earlier, I hit on skin cancer. That's not the only adverse reaction you can get from these things, okay? Skin lightening creams have commonly, or product, I don't want to just say creams because products too. They have serums, lotions, pills, everything. They have commonly contained mercury. Yes, mercury. You're just rubbing mercury right into your skin. Hydroquinone and corticosteroids, okay? Because these compounds can induce both superficial 
and internal side effects, they are illegal to use and market in multiple nations. Okay, because certain skin lightening creams, okay, they, you got to get it on a black market. However, various chemical studies indicate that these compounds continue to be used and sold in cosmetic products, even though it's proven to be dangerous, but they know that people don't care. Those big companies that are out here making fake statements about how they feel, they want people to feel all free and stuff, but y'all don't care about people's health. Y'all know that they want a certain look. They want to be whiter and you're buying into that. That's why, oof. Anyway, so, huh. <clears throat> breathe though they are not explicitly declared as ingredients some of these harmful toxins they're still tested and found in a lot of these things and a lot of these countries that you know where they sell the product the most they're not regulating these companies they just want to make money too okay prolonged usage of mercury-based products can ultimately discolor the skin as mercury will accumulate it, a build up, okay, within the dermis, the deepest, thickest layer of our skin, okay, mercury toxicity. This is the stuff that they used to put in the thermometers, but they stopped because they know how dangerous it is. Mercury toxicity can cause acute symptoms such as pneumonitis and gastric irritation. Pneumonitis, that is an infection in your lungs and the, and oh, it's not, it's not cool. It can kill you, especially during this pandemic. Okay. However, according to a study by Antoine Mahi and his colleagues, another beautiful scientist, mercurial compounds can also contribute to long-term renal your eyes neuro and neurological complication your nervous system okay the latter of which includes insomnia memory loss and ir <laughs> and irritability oh no wonder why skin people that be bleaching sometimes be snapping if y'all don't go sit down somewhere y'all gonna go through all of this y'all hear me hitting my desk and and moving my notes around if you guys don't stop killing yourselves so y'all can be whiter why Okay, well, I I know why. It's it's emotional. It's 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 deep. Okay, like I said, master beat us bad. Okay, brutalized us bad to when we hated ourselves for generations. Okay, chemically lightened skin is also more highly susceptible to sun damage and dermal infections, skin infections. Long term users of skin bleaching, okay, can easily develop fungal infections and viral warts okay pregnant users may also experience health complications for both them and their unborn child <sighs> these are some of the adverse reactions outside of the possible exposure to skin cancer this is not a safe practice please how can we how can we reverse this how can we change this how can we be better Okay, so what are some of the adverse reactions? A little bit earlier, I hit on skin cancer. That's not the only adverse reaction you can get from these things, okay? Skin lightening creams have commonly, or product, I don't want to just say creams because products too. They have serums, lotions, pills, everything. They have commonly contained mercury. Yes, mercury. 
You're just rubbing mercury right into your skin. Hydroquinone and corticosteroids, okay? Because these compounds can induce both superficial and internal side effects, they are illegal to use and market in multiple nations, okay? Because certain skin lightening creams, okay, they, you got to get it on a black market. However, various chemical studies indicate that these compounds continue to be used and sold in cosmetic products, even though it's proven to be dangerous, but they know that people don't care. Those big companies that are out here making fake statements about how they feel, they want people to feel all free and stuff, but y'all don't care about people's health. Y'all know that they want a certain look. They want to be whiter and you're buying into that. That's why, oof. Anyway, so, huh. <clears throat> breathe though they are not explicitly declared as ingredients some of these harmful toxins they're still tested and found in a lot of these things and a lot of these countries that you know where they sell the product the most they're not regulating these companies they just want to make money too okay prolonged usage of mercury based products can ultimately discolor the skin as mercury will accumulate it'll build up, okay, within the dermis, the deepest, thickest layer of our skin, okay, mercury toxicity. This is the stuff that they used to put in the thermometers, but they stopped because they know how dangerous it is. Mercury toxicity can cause acute symptoms such as pneumonitis and gastric irritation. Pneumonitis, that is an infection in your lungs and, and oh, it's not, it's not cool. It can kill you, especially during this pandemic. Okay. However, according to a study by Antoine Mahi and his colleagues, another beautiful scientist, mercurial compounds can also contribute to long-term renal your eyes neuro and neurological complication your nervous system okay the latter of which includes insomnia memory loss and ir and irritability oh no wonder why skin people that be bleaching sometimes be snapping if y'all don't go sit down somewhere y'all gonna go through all of this see y'all hear me hitting my desk and and moving my notes around if you guys don't stop killing yourselves so y'all can be whiter why Okay, well, I I know why. It's it's emotional. It's 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 deep. Okay, like I said, master beat us bad. Okay, brutalized us bad to when we hated ourselves for generations. Okay, chemically lightened skin is also more highly susceptible to sun damage and dermal infections, skin infections. Long term users of skin bleaching, okay, can easily develop fungal infections and viral warts okay pregnant users may also experience health complications for both them and their unborn child <sighs> these are some of the adverse reactions outside of the possible exposure to skin cancer this is not a safe practice please how can we how can we reverse this how can we change this how can we be better that is a big question. How can we reverse this practice? How can we change? How can we get people to realize that they don't need this? That's hard, okay? This is centuries and centuries of brutality and self-hate that's been implanted and dug deep down into our culture, 
Okay. It's just not going to happen overnight. Like it's just, no, it, it has to be done with money. Okay. We need these beauty companies, entertainers. Okay. Modeling agencies, shit, even strip clubs. Okay. We need them to show everyone that having darker skin is not a bad thing. You are beautiful. Okay. Your skin is beautiful. I believe by making darker skin men and women more mainstream, putting them in more movies, seeing them in Colgate commercials, more, uh, just, just, just being a part of everyday marketing. I believe in the early nineties, companies like Clinique, Versace, um, you know, et cetera, they began using dark models in magazines and on the runway. Okay. They were, I think they were going that direction. Cause remember Alex Weck, Okay, uh, an African, I think she was from Sudan, a Sudanese model, beautiful. Her niece is actually a famous model now, Naomi Campbell. These were darker skinned women. Um, you know, I think we can get back to that. How do we get back to that? They were trying that. Like I said, large companies like Olay need to stop being hypocritical. All right. But they're they're more, it's, it, you know, they have to kind of turn away from their greed and stop wanting to make money off of the pain of people wanting to whiten their skin. OK, put these women in more advertising as they are and celebrating it. OK, the world needs to see and be reeducated on standards of beauty. If we don't do this, we're going to continue to abuse our darker self, the darker skin, beauties, models, actors, everyone that contribute just as much as any other skin complexion to this thing I call a standard of beauty. But we have to start within our own individual ethnicities as well. Okay, we have to stop pushing, oh, she has good hair, she has bad hair, oh, her skin, that. oh, she got a nice caramel complexion, no. or she's too black. Okay, JT, come on, we got to stop doing that. It shouldn't be light skin versus dark skin beauty. Okay, we just need to realize that we're beautiful. Thank you guys for joining me for this week's episode of Behind the Muse. I look forward to getting feedback. Feel free to hit us up anytime. And tune in next week to another episode with me, your girl, Cheryl, of Behind the Muse.